they're just ambitious women networking while some other women aspire to get burkin while some other women hit the club and get twerking educated women know that it's a bit irking whether you be a woman or you be a male you need to listen to janina and shalia l because if you know like i know ain't nothing better than the billy john authenticity is something that they really on <laughs> this is the john a podcast i love y'all be forward. Welcome to the Joint Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Shalia. And your host, Janina. And today we have a very, very, very special guest. She's like the unofficial third member of the podcast. <laughs> this is Ava. Say hi, Ava. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so Ava is Janina's daughter, just so everybody knows. So today's affirmation says, don't be scared to do things alone. The sun is alone every day and still shines. How about Sis, that? You cool? What you say? I'm cool. I said, how about that? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you want to shine. Whether you with people or you alone, so keep shining. You know, us growing up, they used to say, you came in this world alone. Right. You won't leave alone. Right. Yes. Yeah, I'm cool. Since you cool. Who are you talking to? Me or Ava? You. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm cool. I'm, um, I'm ready for the weather to change. Um, I bought some uh, planters, like to plant stuff outside. So I'm looking forward to doing it. I gotta wait for the soil to come. Um, but I'm a, I'm planting some lemons, some tomatoes, and some oranges. So we'll see. Oh, what kind? What kind of space you have? A whole big. I was about to curse. A whole big backyard. Oh, you guys have a whole backyard? Yeah. I'll, I've um, never heard of you say you was in the backyard. Well, we usually sit on a deck, but we got a whole um big, like probably a half an acre of land. A acre, girl. Acres is a lot. We got a lot. I'm gonna show you. Half the acre is like several blocks. We have like, I want to say no. Well, you guys see it. I don't know how much it is, but it's big. Like you can yeah, you definitely. can build well, like I'll two tiny it. houses back there and still have room to oh wow do stuff. Cook out over there. L <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fan reunions and everything. <laughs> what about you, Ava? You good? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. And you know, it's 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 not as cold here, but it, in the morning, like it's usually cold. Then it warms up throughout the day, but it's so hit or miss. So yeah. Um. Oh, I like that joint. What's your oh, I like that joint? So my oh, I like that joint. Um, is the FX American Crime Story impeachment? It's the story of. The Clinton scandal with Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. It was it was really good. <clears throat> um, and you put Mamba sauce. That was my other one. The Mamba sauce. I'm going to make it with the salmon tonight, girl. It was so good on the salmon. It was good on the chicken, but I don't know. It's just up the salmon to like a new level. And then after I cooked it, I let it broil for like two minutes to like give it like that um glazed. Um mm. yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I gotta hit Robbie Chef. I need more salmon seasoning. Okay. Uh-oh. But yeah, I'm gonna make that. But I, I had the mama so I I was being fat and I fried wings. And then I put the wings in a bowl, put some of the sauce on it, and then shook it up. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like, all the wings was just, like, glistening in it. So I haven't good. made any uh, fried chicken with it yet. 
but I might do that this weekend. Um, yeah, we'll it looks good. So my oh, I like that one. Oh, is mambo or mamba? Mambo, mambo sauce. Um, it's so funny because one day I was talking to Janina and she was asking me about the mambo sauce, and I was like, "Girl, I just ordered some." Oh, not <laughs> Um, my my oh, I like other oh, I like that joins is Abbott Elementary. Um, I was late on watching it, but I'm caught up now, and I love it so far. It's hilarious, but it has some hilarious in it as well. So I'm really I know one it. of my yeah, because my girlfriend was like. Do you know Quinta? And I thought she was just trying to tell me about the show. And I was like, I mean, it was the same day that I told Miss Sharon. So Miss Sharon, remember I was telling you the teacher. Oh, yeah, she, she, yeah, she used to work with the mom. She used to work with, she used to work with Quinta's mom. And her character is, she is very similar to um, the Shirley Ralph character. I mean, down to the hair. Very, very similar. Like, you know, an older woman that's, you know, very polished. Like, that's how she is. Mm-hmm. And um, because I was like, when I first watched the first episode, I was like, who does this lady remind me of? Mm-hmm. Who does she remind me of? And then it came to me. And then, no, my girlfriend was saying, like, she was saying that Quentin, that Quentin know me because the principal's name is Ava. And then Quentin's character name is Janine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Girl, she coincidental. Ain't this character me. <laughs> yeah, just coincidental. And my other um, oh, I like that joint is the Black and Missing um documentary on HBO. That documentary was so good, but it was so sad at the same time. And it just highlights um black and missing adults, kids from all over and I didn't even know about this organization so it's an organization ran by two black women and one of them has a background in like PR and the other one has a big she's a um she used to be a police is she still on the police force because I know they were saying like they still go to work every day and then no um, I don't know where she yeah I don't know where she works but I don't think it says she had she had a background of criminal justice. So right. I know she used to be a police officer. I don't think she's a police police officer anymore. Okay. Yeah, because I know it was saying like they go to work and then they still come home and, and do this. But it's just, you know, such a great organization, how they keep in contact with the families and encourage the families and have foot feet on the ground, like passing out flyers and things like that, and how they were saying when black children and adults go missing, sometimes they're just considered runaways. And when they are considered a runaway, it's like, oh, they ran away, they'll come back. Or, you know, yeah. they did this because they wanted to, but when white kids, you know, they put That's what people don't understand when time. we say systematic. That's, right. the, that's the part people don't understand is when we say systematic, because if the people who's operating this system, doesn't see the value in these black lives then a black pregnant woman eight month pregnant woman goes missing the reaction is completely different than a Lacey Peterson right and we just recently seen this with um the girl who was killed by her husband that's how yeah that's how this that because they did bring that up and that was kind of like I think that kind of catapulted um, the black and missing so soul of that o'brien is mm-hmm. produced this okay. so you know she used to work with cnn um so she produced this uh documentary okay. and one of my true crime podcasts that i listened to true crime profile um they actually had highlighted some of the cases and mm. they eventually want to have the girls on there so um is that show I'm so mad. You know that show, um, the crime show with um, the black guy. <laughs> this is a mess. What's the black pretty guy um, that's on that Shamar Moore? Shamar Moore. So that, you know that crime show? Yeah, 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 yeah. That he's in. So 
this true the true crime profile podcast is ran by um the casting director of that show and an an old FBI agent who produced that show and mm-hmm. then it's a a white lady who's a um investigator she was part of she's part of the FBI in the UK so they do like a ama- they do like amazing cases that's how i found out about how the case on black and missing got an arrest a couple of days ago it was because i was i was to their podcast oh, or whatever okay. but yeah the akira i can't remember her last I name think but the, they, the black pregnant I, i'm sure they highlighted her on a podcast i listened to called black girl going um mm. yeah that podcast is really good they just you know talk about like all the black girls that go missing yeah the most recent but the, one but the police about was um the girl who met the guy off of, I believe, Tinder, the white man, and they filmed her dead in her apartment, and they just, like, let him go (laughs) and didn't, and, like, the cops were, like, treating the family really bad, but then soon, um, Cardi, was it Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Somebody, but they're they're now, supposedly, I think, I don't know if they fired the police chief or something associated with it. Yeah, they did, but it took four a celebrity to come out that's and how it is something about it like otherwise yeah. you know nothing it, wouldn't have happened and this man yeah. like y'all y'all didn't question him nothing oh he seemed right. like a nice guy but he was the last person she was seen with come on it just don't make he's sense. the one who called the police right but he was they said he was there when they came he was there they, they said she od right they said she od yeah, because they just said, mm-hmm. oh, well, she's a drug addict, I guess. A mess. Right. Did you see that true story movie with Kevin Hart? Mm, is that his most recent one that he got out on Netflix? Yeah, it's a movie called True Story. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that this is kind of like the storyline. That was like it's similar to the storyline, like him going to sleep with somebody and waking up and she OD'd or was dead. It's 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 good though, what because mm-hmm. um Wesley Snipes is in it too. It's okay. it's good. It's actually good. It's a drama. It's not even a, a comedy. It's okay. a drama. Oh, um, yeah. So for prime time, what have you bought this week? <laughs> I actually today just got a Walmart Plus order, but I just been ordering stuff like essential stuff like today. Oh, the paper towels, toilet paper, dish detergent, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, I yeah. haven't really bought myself anything. So what did you buy? Um, I actually I actually did buy Ava this. I gotta give it to her. It came today. I bought her this. Um, it's supposed to be like this thing that she can smell, like if she's getting anxiety. It's supposed to have, I guess, like essential oils or something. It's mm-hmm. like a, a nose inhaler thing that's supposed to calm you. Oh, okay. Um, so I was going to send her to school with that. And um, Anthony needed a new USB tower thing for all so that he can plug all his stuff up when he come home. Um, um, so he could plug up like his watch, his headphones, all that. And that, those are uh, very I have one and listen it's essential to my life yeah the one that he had um, it broke off The it, it wasn't a tower more so it was just like a four USB port thing that plugs in mm-hmm. and um, it broke off I think I got that from Ikea but it, okay. I guess it, it, it had its time yeah. Um, yeah and I bought some pizza pans Okay, but, so y'all about to have a pizza factory over there. Yeah, I gotta buy some um more dough. Okay. I got pizza. some um I don't know when y'all coming by here bought even like some stuff from Bath and Body Works and like some little knickknacks and stuff for her birthday that I was gonna give her when she came when y'all came, but I guess I'll probably oh, yeah. yeah, I gotta start looking at flights. You gotta hit this joint up is where we highlight a small business. And this week, we are highlighting a business called Fromantics. Fromantics is a Black-owned and a female-owned business 
by Tawana Riddick. It was created in hopes that others will celebrate and embrace their hair the way that they choose to rock it. Fromantic specializes in creating hair-inspired merchandise for males and females. Her model is all hair is love, no matter the style, texture, or length. Her IG is Fromantic, spelled F-R-O-M-A-N-T-I-C-S. Again, F-R-O-M-A-N-T-I-C-S. And you can check her out um, and all her merch on Instagram. And also for the month of February, she is having a 15% off sale. So make sure y'all go check out Fromantic and hit her up and buy some merchandise. Yeah, I have to hit her up. So for my horoscope, I'm gonna do Pisces. <laughs> a little bit of fishy. Oh, I was just about to say, remember um, Power 99 when he used to do the horoscope child? That's or, how you tell yeah. your age, because I know these kids don't know nothing about horoscope. <laughs> I know. Um, so for love for Pisces, uh, my sister is a Pisces and my niece is a Pisces. And my cousin is a Pisces, a bunch of, my grandmother was a Pisces too. Wow. Uh, yeah. You have one of the greatest imaginations of the Zodiac. Pisces, so the unusual ideas that come with Aquarius new moon early in the week aren't that shocking to you. However, whether you have the guts to try any of them out remains to be seen. However, your love might be tested as asteroid Juno leaves committed Capricorn for more experiments to Aquarius on Tuesday. When your partner asks for more space and tells you not to take it personally, you aren't sure how to react. It's <laughs> funny. Um, for health, the good thing right now is that you're being encouraged to speak up for yourself more. You're now willing to set boundaries and tell others like it is. This is excellent for your emotional state. It not only clears the air, but also helps you feel less like a martyr and more in control. Keep this up and your health will flourish. And for money. Aspects of your money house may have you panicking about where your money is going to come from. But instead of going into survival mode, think about where you can build or have built in the past. The universe rewards hard work put in over a long period of time. That being said, a positive aspect this week indicates that something to do with the home or homes in general may give you access to money you don't realize you had. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Pisces. <laughs> Pisces, a little bit of fishies, last but not least. Um, okay, so for Black History Month, instead of doing current events, um, that's happening today we're going to do black events that occurred in history basically and for this week I chose um, to talk about Robert Smalls I personally didn't hear about this story until maybe like a year or so ago via podcast um, Robert Smalls was an enslaved man who actually sailed to freedom. So just before dawn on May 13th, 1862, Robert Smalls and a crew composed of fellow slaves in the absence of the white captain and his two mates slipped a cotton steamer off the dock, picked up family members at a rendezvous point, then slowly navigated their way through the harbor. Smalls doubling as the captain, even donning the captain's wide brim straw hat to help to hide his face, responded with the proper coded signals at two Confederate checkpoints, including at Fort Sumner itself and other defense positions. Cleared, small sailed into the open seas. Once outside of Confederate waters, he had his crew raise a white flag and surrendered his ship to the blockading Union fleet. In fewer than hours, Robert Smalls had done something unimaginable. In the midst of the Civil War, this black male slave had commanded a heavily armed Confederate ship and delivered its 17 black passengers, nine men, five women, and three children from slavery to freedom. Wow. 
Smalls was born on April 5th, 1839, behind his owner's city house at 511 Prince Street in Beaufort, South Carolina. His mother, Lydia, served in the house but grew up in the fields where, at the age of nine, she was taken from her own family on the Sea Islands. It's not clear who Smalls' father was because they saying that he was a mulatto. Some say that it was either his owner or the owner's um, son. Um, some say you know, it was the, the plantation manager, who knows, but they say he was a mulatto. Um, and they said it was clear that the McKee family favored Robert Smalls over the other slave children so much that his mother worried he would reach manhood without grasping the horrors of the institution into which he was born. And to educate him, she arranged for him to be sent into the fields to work and watch slaves at the whipping post. How about mm. that? Wow. That's how you wanted to educate him. Yeah. Mm. But shout out to him. He was an Aries. You know us Aries. We rebels out here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And they were saying that the um the the real captain, like he wasn't supposed to leave the ship unattended, but he Mm -hmm. went out that night (laughs) and they trusted him, you know. Like they taught them everything. That was the thing. That was that was the hypocrisy of slavery. Of like, you know, these people are intelligent enough to run your businesses, to do all the things that you know you need to do, but they're like they're not. They're still not good enough, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I just thought that was crazy. Like I never really heard of it. But then he also um, had wound up becoming a congressman. You go, Robert. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to get into our episode topic, which is why we have Ava today as a guest. And today's topic is puberty, anxiety, and friends, being a (laughs) preteen. So how how do you feel about that? Right. How do you feel about that, Ava? It's hard. (laughs) What's hard about it? He has so much drama. Tell us about the drama, girl. You know we love a good drama. <laughs> it's like I'm playing, <laughs> but what kind of drama? Um, like friend drama. Friends drama. Yeah. So are they really your friends if they're causing drama in well, your life? No, we're not friends. It's like ex friends drama. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you deal with it? Sometimes it used to make me sad, but now I realize that I'm not. I'm not like I shouldn't be worried about that. I should be worried about myself. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah, I was looking up I was looking up things about this and I, I found out that like, you know, it's a whole thing about frenemies with um preteens. Um and that, you know, it is important as parents to kind of like have conversations with your kids about frenemies. But you know, I mean people become frenemies. people, you know, frenemies you actually will encounter them as adults as well yeah all aspects of your life I just think now with cell phones and social media stuff is more like you're exposed to more as a child when we were growing up like we saw our friends in school we might have talked on the phone but we didn't have group text and (laughs) FaceTime and you basically saw your friends at school and that was it until you seen them again at school. You know what I mean? But now with all this technology, it's like so much more drama. Yeah. So what about, what? how do you feel about puberty, about changes, becoming a woman? No. <laughs> it's, you're done. <laughs> becoming a woman. You're done. <laughs> How you feel about that? It's weird. 
because like things you never had before come to life. Mm-hmm. Things you never had before. <laughs> yeah, That's true. like That's true. like breast and booty and uh <laughs> menstrual cycles, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. So is it are you in the stage right now where you like boys? Yes. No, you like boys. No? You like boys. Yeah. Okay. So how is that? Torturing. <laughs> you use all these all these words. Why? Why is it torturing? Because then like if you tell somebody, they're gonna tell the whole class and the, the whole class gonna be sipping y'all together. And then like what if the person don't like you back? Right. And it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have these notes. <laughs> right. Circle yes or no if you like me. Yeah, circle yes or no if you like me. Oh. Just but that's me. the thing though. Sometimes you gotta keep stuff to yourself and just you know, keep it to yourself, especially if you got frenemies. They they'll yeah say you like them and then all of a sudden they like them when they wasn't yes. even thinking about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. They had the two times to it. Oh my God, two times. Mm-hmm. And mm. one of them, God, they want to marry each other now. How? They're. <laughs> <laughs> marry? Okay. Isn't That's... that a mess? What grade are you in, Ava? Fourth. Fourth grade, and they talk about getting married. Yeah, they were talking about having kids, all of that. Mm, Big mm, edge. Too much. Yes. So since they're they're not your friend friends anymore, how do you deal with them while you're at school? It's hard because sometimes they be just messing with me and I'm not even doing nothing to them. Like and then like they just do it. For what? I'm not. I'm not even trying to bother y'all. Like I walk past them, and then I I look back because I feel somebody staring at me. I look back, and they go like they roll their eyes like they make a stink face. Mm. This is too much for fourth grade. <laughs> Girl, I'm so glad this is her last year at this school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll find new friends and real friends. Like, you got to shut it down immediately when you realize the person is not friendly. Right. Because friends is supposed to have your back and not supposed yeah. to tear you down. Right. That's, you know. Everybody's house, I think the thing about becoming friends at a at a young age when you're growing into who you are, um, you know, everybody's background is different. And sometimes... I know for me, I really, I never was taught like, oh, you can't really trust everybody or, you know, some people are mean or some people are not, you know, they don't want you to do well. Mm-hmm. I never was really warned about the, those type of people. Right. Um, no, me either. I didn't learn that until adulthood. But I do or, know that yeah. like I was bullied and I had to kind of like deal with that on my own because my sisters were fighters. So that was their like natural instinct. Oh, well, you want me to beat her up? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but then that's going to lead to more stuff. So a lot of times, well, it wasn't a lot of times. It was one particular time I was getting bullied by this older girl, but I handled it my handled handled it myself. Like she wasn't expecting me to like smack her back. And so what, <laughs> what was she bullying you? Of, huh? What was she bullying you about? Was she saying stuff or she was no, just me? she would just walk up to me and hit me. And Girl, I'm what? Like, I I told you who it was. You know her. Her name began with Oh, a I didn't know that this is what happened. Yeah. It used to be like after school. My friend's mom would come and pick us up and we used to wait for her 
outside of the schoolyard and I used to be standing there most of the time I used to get out of my class first before my friend and before my younger sister and she would just walk up to me and hit me I wouldn't cry or anything like sometimes this. this was middle school so it was probably in like sixth grade so most of the time it was from the back and by the time I would turn around, she would be too gone for me to do something to her. So the day I got tired, I was standing there like uh-huh. she smacked me and I smacked her back and she held her face. And I said, don't exactly. hit me anymore because that's exactly what I'm you smacking me. I'm going to smack you. So she exactly. tried one more time and I ended up blacking out on her. And that was the end of that. Like, right, you're not right bullying me for, for what what was the reason yeah I, what was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> I remember um just like being a parent now I like I do remember kids like coming to school with olders and like you know old clothes and stuff and I do remember kids making fun of them I think I remember specifically this one girl who they always made fun of. She black, she, listen, she whoops this girl ass. Mm. <laughs> That's how it be. It's like, you don't know what somebody's going through at home. Right. You know, a kid's going, it, unfortunately, kids are going to be kids, but it is kind of like important as parents that you have those conversations with your kids. And a lot of parents don't have certain conversations with their kids. No, about like no. not teasing people mm-hmm. not teasing people and um, but this is the thing badly. if you do that to people it's going to turn around and happen to you it might not happen at that moment but it's going to happen it might not be in the exact form but something's going to happen to you you're going to be like dad why this because you did something to somebody in your past like yeah i think it's not going to come back to you yeah and it's crazy how it's like on both sides because some kids who like who's dealing with a lot at home, they may come to school and they may take it out on other other kids. You know, it's like mm-hmm. both kids could be dealing with stuff. Like you could be dealing with homelessness at home. You know, not eating, and so you come into school, you look a mess, you tired, all that stuff. Then kids bully you because of that. Some of those kids who bullying you, they could be getting abused at home, and a lot of kids when they're dealing with like domestic situations and physical situations, they replicate that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, children are delicate. Right. And but like you said, those conversations, I mean, but a lot of times parents don't, I mean, kids don't have the, some of the parents don't have the capacity to even, you know, Cause like you said, they might be going through stuff at home. So if they're going through stuff at home, their parents aren't talking to them about not bullying and being kind and being gentle and right. taking into consideration what someone else may have going on. I mean, yeah, a lot of kids, a lot of kids bully out of just wanting attention. Like right. they may not have any attention at home, and so like bullying or treating somebody badly, you know, they they feel a power structure. Mm-hmm. it's it's like yeah attention seeking and all it's so many different layers to bullying it's like you just never yeah. know I know for me I went through a lot at home but I never had the instinct to bully anybody I just kind of stayed to myself because I had a lot on my mind but I never wanted to bully or do stuff for attention so I guess it just depends on the kids so because some kids are withdrawn and that's why they get bullied because they're not doing what all the other kids are doing so then they're like oh he's weird she's weird it's just too much yeah I, I think kids a lot of kids just tease each other you know sometimes kids just get teased for stuff they don't have no control over like you don't have any control over how big your lips are you don't have no control over how big your eyes are, your ears. Like, you don't have right. any control over that. <laughs> like, how dark you are, how light you are. Yes, yeah. they call you all types of things. Right. So, Ava, what do you think a kid should do if they are getting bullied at school? Don't tell. 
like somebody who did like somebody you feel safe with and tell them how you feel. Okay. Or tell your parents. So how do you uh do you feel like the stuff that you go through at school gives you anxiety? Sometimes. So how do you deal with that? Sometimes the teachers see me and they would take me and try to calm me down or like my hand like vibrates. Vibrates. <laughs> and yeah, I just so put weird. it in between my lap and just leave it there. Yeah, like I don't know what it is. She like her hand is weird. It's like a tick, I guess. She has like a, a tick. Everything that has transpired in the last what's that like two, three months. Um mm-hmm. But her teacher, because the teachers are aware of it, <clears throat> her home teacher, I guess he's, like, good with, like, being on the lookout for watching her face to see whether or not she looks different. And so, like, what was that, last week? Last week, she, um, I guess, okay. almost had an incident, but he was able to, like, see that she didn't look like herself. Mm-hmm. And so... They walked her through that. But yeah, I, I just was like, it's so crazy how it only happens at school. Yeah. This it hasn't happened at home and yet. Something there that's happening or thoughts that's happening there that's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. But I mean, I think that children, I, I don't feel like anxiety amongst children is really talked about often because like when I show her doctor like the catonic state that she was in she was saying how serious it is and she was you know informing me that if we don't get a handle on it now that it can turn into depression and that that's what happened because but I also understand like just from like a biological perspective is that at this age, your body is going through so many chemical changes and hormonal changes. And so, you know, it's like added stress more than likely. And I know stress can manifest into a lot of physical ailments, so. Yeah, and that's probably why we got so many depressed adults (laughs) because they had anxiety and it was never addressed. And then it turned into depression. And now right. people are realizing, you know, that this is where it came from. This started then started now because they're going to therapy and you're able to explore like how you got here and why you got here. So right. but it's such an definitely... yeah, it's such an impressionable age because you already see somebody who's like a grown person and they're they still talk about things that happened to them when they were younger, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like people, it, like your dad, like I, I've heard people say, like if your dad forgot to come and get you or didn't come and get you or something, like that particular memory may be like a lasting memory as opposed to all the times he did come on time for. Yeah, you know? I you know I talk about that all the time, the trauma stuff that I went through as a child. I mean, it's still very vivid in my mind. Like that's right. the stuff that I remember. I remember the good times, but I also remember how the bad times made me feel and what effect they had on me. Um, right. It's so impactful, even though, like, if you look at your lifespan in its entirety, how many days of your life that could have actually, you know, that that had these events as opposed good. to the days that right. didn't have these events. Right. So, like, the days that didn't have the events, I'm sure outweighs it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's more significant because of the emotion connected to it. Yeah. And that's what but that's yeah, so. that's where I think therapy um for me with therapy, um, because my therapist is like, okay, that happened, but don't live there because that's not where you need to live in, because it's gonna cause yeah. you too much um trauma. Like now you're not there anymore. All of that stuff happened. So what are we going to do to move forward? Because you're here right now. you got all this good stuff going for you. Why do you want to keep reliving um, 
stuff that you did. And I was telling her, like, I overanalyze and overthink stuff so much that I always resort back to, well, this happened. So this is why I'm like this now. She's like, no, you can't keep thinking like that because you got to get past that stuff in order to be the best you that you are now. Right. But I think it's and the, I, I think went it's to the, therapy, I still would be living in past, you know? It's, yeah, I think it's a matter of disassociating what happened to me to what I am. So it's like, you aren't what happened to you. Like, yeah. you know, what yeah. you went through may is a part of who you are, but it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be you. Like, right. it doesn't have to be who you are. Right. So, but I know so many adults who like you said, they're still talking about childhood. My sister does it. And I'm like, girl, you almost 40. She's like, well, mommy died when I was young. Okay. You can't keep using it as an excuse. Mommy died when we were all young. So it's like, what do you want to do now? You can't keep using that as an excuse for your behaviors and your actions. Like, come on. Right. But yeah, when you're stuck, you get stuck. It's like, you're stuck because you're like okay well emotionally I'm still that same 12 year old whoever when you're the same you know it's like stunting your growth Mm -hmm. so like literally I've heard you know people say like okay well you're still that little 13 year old girl like when that event happened because you didn't have the tools to navigate through it and come to a resolve like okay this is what happened I'm I'm hurt by it, but I'm working on healing through it so that I can make it to the next stage in life. A lot of times people are just stuck in that and they keep reliving it over and over again. Yeah. But I also think you have to want to heal. If you don't want to heal, you're going to keep... Because I think some people get like... It's like a crutch for them. Like they get sympathy and they get this and they get that because they're still using that thing as a crutch so they don't want to they don't want to get out of it they don't want to heal from it because it's helping them be stuck where they are how how are you growing so right so Ava are you looking forward to like going to a new school and meeting new friends not but I (laughs) you not but you are so why you say you're not because of like dance school, I don't know why. But that's the only school you ever been to. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Besides daycare. <laughs> what about? Oh, uh, cyber school. Oh, but did you get to see the other students? Not in person. I mean, online. Yeah, they got. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. They had like zones. Okay. Well, I'm rooting for you, praying for you. You going have a new beginning and lead them, uh, you know, them other frenemies. Right, frenemies where they at. They want to see you flourishing and blossoming. And that's gonna be that. They still gonna be stuck over there. And you want a whole fresh new start. So yeah, so I did. So I like I said, I was looking looking up this whole like preteen thing with the friends and stuff, and like there is a lot of people who write on it, like you know how parents can help their children with dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they do say encourage your t- child to pursue healthy friendships. Um, teach your child it's okay to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is important. Teach your child to be assertive. I think that especially as girls, I remember being called bossy. <laughs> I remember being called bossy, <laughs> being called bossy. And I think um, kind of p- because there is, because I think Ava does ha- did have a friend that was, in my opinion, bossy because it wasn't a positive thing it is a difference between being assertive or like trying to be controlling and manipulative mm-hmm. so you know if you're fr- if somebody wants to do something and you don't want to do it they should still be able to do it 
you should be like, okay, well, I don't, I don't really want to do that. You can still do it. You know what right. I mean? Not like, oh, yeah. no, we need to do what I say. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like the difference in my opinion. And I've seen that um, with some of her friends, not even just the ones in school, uh, where it's like, okay, it's something she wanted to do, but because the other person didn't want to do it, then, you know what I mean? It's like, we're not going to do it. You know? Yeah. If you don't want to do it and I want to do it, let me do it. Right. <laughs> and you don't have to do it and mm-hmm. vice versa but so they're like in regards to being assertive it's like throughout your child's life they'll face unpleasant people who seek seek to manipulate or bully them you have to teach your children to stand up to frenemies and not accept unkind behavior and I see that as adults like I've seen or heard people say like well somebody said this to me somebody said this to me and then they're like internalizing it and not standing up for themselves and I think that that does start when you're young because even adults can be mean to kids and it's unwarranted and a lot of times children do feel like they can't stand up for themselves when it comes to adults and I'm I'm a true believer there's a way to stand up for yourself um towards adults as long as it's respectful you know like and, and another way of standing up for yourself as a child when it's an adult is tell your parent, right. involve them in it. And I just, I just don't like the concept that adults think they could be mean to children and because they're an adult, children have to just accept it. Like, no. So toxic. Yeah. yeah, so toxic. Like, that whole idea of just talking down to children, you got to meet them on a level. You know, yeah. and a lot of times because adults, it's a lot of times because people will say stuff like, well, people didn't talk to me like that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, how did that make you feel when they talk to you that way? Right. But my mom always taught me, like, you give respect where respect is due. If somebody's disrespecting you, I can't expect you to keep being respectful up until a certain point. Like, be respectful to adults, but once they start disrespecting you, then, you know, if you come home and tell me, or if they come home and tell me, and they was being disrespectful, because a lot of times I got in trouble for my mouth, because people said I was disrespecting them, but then when the whole story came out, like, you can't disrespect her, and then expect her to just be like, oh, because you're an adult, I gotta sit here and let you disrespect me, call me out my name. No. Yes, they... I mean, they do expect children to just as though they aren't people, they don't have feelings. Right. That's just like growing up. I feel like like when you would have like a substitute or a teacher that's younger that you felt like you could relate to, like kids like that as opposed Mm -hmm. to somebody who's just like mean and cold hearted. A lot of times I feel like because like even in Abbott Elementary, they show that. Mm-hmm. Like the last episode, how the kids was like busting on him and stuff. And it mm-hmm. was like, he had to come down at their level mm-hmm. and, you know, do it in a fun way so that they can, like, it's a way, it's a way to have fun with the kids and it still be like productive and they can respect you in that way. They, they, they will, kids will get respect from you if they feel like oh, okay I can relate to him you know he mm-hmm. genuinely cares about me. he doesn't just look at me as like a child and I don't have a say so and so right. yeah. but it is definitely important to ensure that your children feels like their voice makes noise you know you don't want to like you, you would say all the time I felt like I was unheard mm-hmm. and it's like that it goes such a long way with feeling like you can use your voice and it be effective um because like like I was saying I see a lot of like a lot of situations that I'll be hearing that people be in and I'm like so when they did this and did that what did you do like that's what I'm thinking to myself like so you just sat back and just allowed this person to do this or do that and sometimes people don't realize that they have the option like that's an option to, to speak up or walk out or you know you yeah. can control how other people treat you I, I think a lot of adults are capable of that it's like because for so long 
don't know because your voice has to be heard at home as well that's where it starts exactly if you're not heard at home you can't you can't even fathom outside of your home being heard you know what I mean and I see Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going on too like in a workplace the way some people get treated like I don't know for me in school and at work I always was the one who like spoke up for like stuff that I seen like going wrong like I'm not sitting here and allowing this to happen to us because we work here or we go to school here and I was always labeled for that but I'm not sitting here letting this go on why right, <laughs> right. and as soon as yeah. I would say something then oh there would be a change but right everybody else saw this going on but y'all too scared to, to speak up yeah that's, that's yeah. not the life I live <laughs> MLK over here. (laughs) Not the life I live. Nope. Not doing it. Exactly. So what advice do you have for kids who um are dealing with frenemy situations? Um if they try to start an argument, it's your choice for you to argue back, but that would be a good choice. And you feel like you gotta talk. Um, if you feel like to the part where they want to make you cry, you go tell somebody that you really trust and you think they care about you a lot. Somebody who you feel comfortable with, who you could tell everything to. Mm. Who you tell everything to? This one right here. <laughs> <laughs> this one right here. You need help. She really need help. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of my bodyguard. Anyway, <laughs> I know that a lot of kids suffer. A lot of kids suffer in silence. Yeah. And adults suffer in silence. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's unfortunate, but people, I don't feel like people understand what the end role of depression is, what, what the final end is. So you have to get ahead of all of this. You Listen, know. with all these um, suicides going on in the world, it's, it's just, you know, because people suffer in silence. And two, when people speak up about what they're going through, they get ridiculed. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to sit here. And the stigma behind or even the yeah and then it's like people always feel like they have to pick a side you always have to pick a side either you're for this person or you're for that person like it's it's always got to be you know which side are you on mm-hmm. and it's like it, I don't feel like it always has to be that it could be like look let's listen to both sides and see where the issue is you know mm-hmm. yeah. because some people are have their own demons that they fight in and then it's like your fight, my fight with my demons um, could be distracting me from seeing whatever your issue is with me or, you know, whatever issues you have going on. Yeah. People, yeah, people just got to be bring it into other aspects. They bring it to work. They don't leave mm-hmm. it at home. They bring it to work and it just spills yeah. over into other stuff, you know. That's why now the adult that I'm that I am whoever you are if you're a friend if you're family if you're my mate if you hurt my feelings I'm letting you know because I can't like I internalize a lot of stuff so I'm not doing that no more because then I start to think and overthink and just put myself through all of this I don't want to I don't I don't want to do that anymore so if you hurt my feelings I'm gonna let you know and whether you realize it or not, you need to know that you hurt my feelings. And that's just that. So hopefully. Yeah. Now so y'all with, don't notice. <laughs> now with therapy <laughs> being more so accepted and on the forefront, more people will start utilizing it. Um, I know in Philly, um, they have Blackman Hill which is uh, they offer free therapy to Black men. So it's, it's more resources and things out here um, for therapy. So 
it, it needs to be utilized. Everybody, I, I feel like everybody can can benefit from it. People think you yeah. have to be like a certain way or be going through a certain thing or anything. No, we've all been through things that have been traumatizing, whether it's at home, at work, in re- past relationships. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I think it's more so just self-awareness, knowing that when you're in a rough spot, when you need that help, because sometimes by continuously like ignoring it, you can turn around and you're wound up in like a really bad situation where you can't emotionally, you can't even get a hold of it. Yeah. So yeah, Ava, we are so glad that you finally came on the join. <laughs> what you guys say to our people? Be yourself. Okay, Be I like yourself. that. So y'all, Ava is actually, y'all know she's the voice at the end of our podcast. So like I said, she's the unofficial third member. <laughs> Always telling yeah. people about the podcast. And she do be telling people about her mom podcast. Yes. I give her that. Because yes, I don't even is. think about it sometimes. She'd be like, you should listen to my mom's podcast. She got one of her aftercare um, teachers listening you gotta, to the podcast. Um, you got to put the scanner thing on her phone so she can be like, scan this. <laughs> 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 so you can listen to the podcast. So we're going to close out with our lyrics. What's your lyrics for this week, Janina? Um, my lyric is from Destiny Child Survivor. Now that you're out of my life, I'm so much better. You thought that I'd be weak without you, but I'm stronger. You thought that I'd be broke without you, but I'm richer. You thought I'd be sad without you, I love harder. You thought I wouldn't grow without you, now I'm wiser. You thought I'd be helpless without you, but I'm smarter. You thought I'd be stressed without you, but I'm chilling. You thought I wouldn't sell without you, so one nine million. (laughs) I know that's right. I'm a survivor. I'm not gonna give yes. up. I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna work harder. Yeah, that's the oldie but goodie. So my lyrics are from Control by Janet Jackson. Oh God, have you watched? Did you watch the thing? I the I watched. Thing? Yeah, I started. It. I told you I started it, but I didn't. Finish. Oh okay. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing either. So the the lyrics say, "I've got my own mind. Want to make my own decisions." When it has to do with my life, I want to be the one in control. (laughs) Yes. So control your mind. Yeah, that is the old one. Control your own mind. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. So we're going to get out of here, you guys. Thank you, Ava, for being our guest this week. Oh, you said we got this is my lapel mics that I bought. Okay, I see y'all. Okay, I have been okay. bored these. I bored these originally for our Puerto Rico trip. Like if we was supposed to record a podcast, but it's so funny because Eric has one of them, but um, you know, sometimes with certain stuff, he'd be a little territory. <laughs> so <I'd be> like, <laughs> okay. Hope you guys, yeah, hope you guys like our new theme song. Yes, our new theme song. Shout out for that. But her so, husband, my mom was husband when the anniversary. No. He cannot rap. Mm-mm. No. Why y'all gotta put him out there like <laughs> nobody? <laughs> he keep asking me about it. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> why y'all gotta you... put him out there like that. Y'all funny. Girl, he's a hot mess. All right, say bye to the people, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to my mom and auntie. Make sure you guys follow them on Instagram at the underscore join underscore podcast on Twitter at W underscore the J and on TikTok at the join a podcast. Don't forget to ask the join sending your listener letters to the join pod at gmail.com. B-Y-E. Let's go. They're just ambitious women networking. 
While some other women aspire to get burkin While some other women hit the club to get twerking Educated women know that it's a bit irking Whether you be a woman or you be a male You need to listen to Janina and Shalia L Cause if you know like I know ain't nothing better than the Billy John Authenticity is something that they really on <laughs> This is the John, a podcast I love y'all